What's going on and welcome back to the podcast. My name is Christian and I'm your host. And if this is the first time we're meeting, uh, welcome. You know, uh, this podcast is all about uh, helping you grow deeper in your relationship with Jesus. And so today we're uh, we're talking about uh, being made in the image of God and what that should stir us to uh, and ultimately how it should stir us to love, to love Jesus and to love others like Jesus loved us. Uh, this week's podcast and next week's podcast are going to be very similar by nature. I just want to throw that out there, uh, give you that ahead of time. Um, there's going to be a little things that are repetitive, but we're really honing deep on some promises next week. Uh, and this week we're really honing deep on some action. So they go hand in hand. I want you to know that. Um, <clears throat> let me start off with a story just for a moment. Uh, if you have been listening to the podcast for any time at all, you know that, um, I have, uh, I've been married now for a couple years. We're going on five years in March, uh, and we have two beautiful kids and one on the way. And so, um, the, okay, let me take a step back real quick. The main kind of conversation that we're having today is because we are made in the image of God, we should love others as Jesus loves us. And we're going to look at this in three parts by the way we speak by the way we act and by the way we pray because we are made in the image of god we should love others as jesus loves us by the way we speak by the way we act and the way that we pray um when we love god we will naturally love other people uh, here's some things as i mentioned Tori and i've been uh, married now for five years been dating for seven uh, and, um, or, or going on five, going on seven. And, uh, you know, one of the things that I really, um, find that has happened over the years. And if you've been in a relationship for any time at all, I think you would agree is that the more you learn about someone, the more that you get to, uh, to do, to show that you love that person. So here's an example. Uh, when Tori and I first started dating, I knew that she enjoyed notes. And so I, you know, write her handwritten notes, put her sticky notes uh, on her desk and around the office for her. Um, we were working together at the same place. So a little uh, background there. But but I do these things because I knew that she enjoyed them. I do these things because I knew that she loved them. We got married and we started living together. And I learned about I learned different things about her that I did not know before. Uh, and here's what else we do when we love someone. We start doing what they do. Um, I want to say. I'm a man's man and uh, <laughs> and I would not be caught dead in TJ Maxx before my wife and I started dating. OK, I want that to be clear. I want that to be out there. I would not have been caught dead in TJ Maxx before my wife and I started dating. My wife loves TJ Maxx. She loves TJ Maxx. Uh, she will go in there to look at the candles. That's how much she loves TJ Maxx. She'll go in there to find the deals on the clothes. She loves TJ. She'll go in there and look at their notebooks, guys. Their notebooks, okay? She loves TJ Maxx. You know what I did when we started dating? I started going to TJ Maxx, right? We start doing the things that, that the person we love does. Uh, you hear it said often that the, the owner of the pet looks like the pet and, and that uh, here's what happened when... Um, when we started dating, again, didn't want to go into TJ Maxx, wouldn't go into TJ Maxx. My uh, brothers, I'm 
family of five brothers actually started making fun of me because of things that I was doing around the house, dressing differently. Uh, uh, jokes were being made. I was, I was sharing this with my students. Jokes were being made about how, you know, I started to shower, you know, th but seriously though, kind of seriously is serious. Anyway, there are things that we start to look for. There are things that we start to focus on when we love someone. Okay. Moving on. I think I've drilled that point in fair enough. When we love someone, we start to do what they do. When we love someone, we start to do things that we know that they're going to appreciate. Matthew chapter 22, verse 37 and 39 through 39 says this, Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second one is like it, love your neighbor as your Self. When we love God, we naturally love people. The point is uh, that at the end of the day, becoming like someone looks like doing what they do. And, and loving someone looks like becoming like someone is, I guess, a better way to, to put it. Um, we love When we love Jesus, we will naturally love others. Listen to this. By the way that we speak. James chapter three, verses nine through 17. With the tongue, uh, we praise our Lord and Father, and with it, we curse human beings. We have been made in God's likeness, and out of the same mouth comes praises and cursings. My brothers and sisters, this should not be. Can both fresh water and salt water flow from the same spring? My brothers and sisters, can a fig tree bear olives or a grapevine bear frigs? Neither figs, sorry, neither can a salt spring produce fresh water water who is wise and understanding among you let them show it by their good life by deeds done with humility come from wisdom but if you harbor bitterness and envy and selfish ambition in your hearts do not boast about it or deny the truth such wisdom does not come from heaven but is earthly unspiritual demonic for where you have envy and selfish ambition there you find disorder and every evil practice but the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, then peace-loving, then considerate, then submissive, full of mercy, good and good fruit, impartial and sincere. Here's, here's what James is getting at in writing these verses. And this is something that hits near and dear to my heart because I have people in my life that I get so frustrated with because of the fact that they do this. And here's what they do. They they take what is going on uh, on their Sunday morning schedule, I mean, whatever church looks like, and they have those conversations on Sunday morning. And then the very next day, they turn around and are talking a bunch of smack, a bunch of crap about this, that, and the other thing. We We struggle with this. Whether it's going to work Monday morning, wanting to fit in with the guys, going to work Monday morning, wanting to be able to go to lunch with the ladies, go, going to work Monday morning, wanting to be able to do the things that everyone else is doing and not feel like you are an outcast. Here's what Paul tells us. Paul says that we are aliens in this world. We are just sojourners passing through. And so we need to stand out. We need to look different. James is really driving home the point that out of our mouth, just like a spring cannot bear both fresh water and salt water, just like a fig tree cannot bear both figs and olives, neither should our mouth produce uh, praises and cursings at the same time. Y'all, I don't know about you, but this cuts deep. This cuts deep. Our mouth should not say one thing on Sunday morning and Monday turn right around and do the opposite. 
You get that? That's that is important. So we love. Uh, we are made in the image of God, so we should love others as Jesus loves us by the way that we speak, by the way that we act. Matthew 7, 7 through 12 says this, uh, which of you, sorry, 9 through 12, which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give uh, him stone? Or if he asks for fish, will give him a snake? If then you, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? So in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you. For this sums up the law and the, the prophets. There's a perspective shift that happens in this passage. Okay. He starts off near and dear to our hearts. He says, um, he, he starts off with picturing the image of your father or mother, picturing the image of your parents. He starts off really having this conversation at home. He says, how have, has your parents ever said, hey, here's a rock. You can have this for dinner. Or here's a snake instead of some fish. You, here is here is a uh, uh, something that is evil and you sh like should not be given as a gift to their kids. No, parents, most of the time, I want to say most of the time, because there are some crappy parents. There are some crappy parents, but generally your parents want what's best for you. Generally, you as parents want what's best for your kids, right? As parents, you want what's best for your kids. It says, if we who are evil, starts at home again. If we who are evil want to give good gifts to our children, how much better is the our father who wants to give good gifts to us? He starts at home and then he shifts says, so in everything you do to do to others, what you would have them do to you for this sums up the law and the prophets. This is, uh, this is what is referred to as the golden rule. Um, and, and Jesus isn't saying this for act, to act that way with just the people that we like. Let me say that again. Jesus isn't telling us this to be good and kind to the people that we get along with already. Yes, we should be treating them this way. Yes, we should be doing things for them. But at the same point in time, we should be doing it for our enemies. We should be doing it for those who we disagree with. We should be doing it for those that we don't like. It is so important that in everything that we do, we are treating others the way that Jesus treats us. We are loving others the way that we want to be loved. Jesus says, if you love me, then be my hands and feet to those around you. Be the gospel presence to those that you come in contact with. We are made in the image of God, and so we should love others as Jesus loves us by the way that we speak, by the way that we Um, first Timothy two, three, and four, and I'm not going to read this. I'll let you read it. If you really want, uh, it talks about how God wants all people to be saved. Uh, verse four says, who wants all people to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. God, God's heart's desire is that all people are to be saved. God's heart's desire is that, that we would, uh, be able to reach our community, to reach our friends, to reach our family, to reach, uh, those that we are working with daily, to reach those that we are coming in contact with daily. So here's my challenge for you. My question, if you will. Do you pray in a way that shows you love those that you are in 
contact with y'all just for a moment this one hits hard for me this one's a struggle let me say that this one is a struggle because people suck you know people suck sometimes and, and and to be in constant conversation constant contact with people that that you you are frustrated with that do things that you would say that is dumb why in the world you know what i mean like people suck Acts 26, 18 says to open their eyes and turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God so that they may receive forgiveness of sins and place among those who are sanctified by faith in me. We are to be praying for our friends, for our family, for our children so that they might be sanctified by faith in Jesus so that they might receive the power of God and be the, the, that the power of Satan might be taken from their life. Because we're made in the image of God, we love others by the way that Jesus loved us, by the way that we speak, by the way that we act, and by the way that we pray. I don't know about you, but this, this is a challenge that hits home for me. Uh, it is. Um, being Jesus to those that we come in contact with is a challenge that hits home for me. Uh, I, I love you. I'm praying for you. Know that uh, that I I really truly do desire that this podcast stirs you up towards good work in the faith and, and to look more like Jesus. Um, as always, love you, and I will see you in the next one.